0: Thank you for listening to this Podcast One production, now available on Apple Podcasts, Podcast One, Spotify, and anywhere else you get your podcasts.
1: Okay, you guys, there is so much more to life than just workouts and healthy recipes. This is all of those real moments, the good, the bad, and the sometimes hilarious things that make life so worth living. So how do you live it? This is the Let's Do Life podcast with me, Autumn Calabrese. All right, you guys, welcome to this week's episode of Let's Do Life. I am joined by two amazing women this week, and we are talking about their transformations. If you guys want to see their transformations, you can check them out on social media. But today, we are welcoming Emily Favre and Tisa Sheldon. They're actually cousins, you guys, which is amazing. They both went on the nine-week control freak journey. Had incredible results. But we're gonna start with Emily because Emily didn't just do Nine Week Control Freak. She's actually been using my programs for a while. She did 80 Day Obsession three years ago when it launched and had incredible results. So, Emily, welcome to the show. Hi, thank you for having me. Hi, my nice long intro. So, I'm so excited you're here and I was so impressed by your results. Not that I ever doubted that you would get them, but let's talk 80 Day Obsession first and let's talk where you were at before 80-Day Obsession? Like, where were you at health and fitness-wise? What was going on?
0: Oh, man, a whole lot of nothing. No, I uh, was a coach that kind of did the programs. Like people know me as like, cause I always say, if you kind of sort of try, you kind of sort of get results because that was what I was doing for the first three years of my coaching business. I never trusted a program fully. So I would either like go all in with the meal plan and then like kind of do some workouts or just do workouts and kind of do a meal plan. And when your 80 day program announced, I was at a really, really bad place in my life. Like four miscarriages, um, mentally just drained and looking for something to get me out of bed. And that's when, um, I heard about 80 day and I was like, this is it. This is the program I'm going to commit to no matter what life throws in my way. I called up my husband as soon as I found out. And I was like, I don't care what you say or anyone else says, like I'm giving this program my all. And of course he supported me. And, um, it was the first beach Beachbody program and I had been doing them for years, even before I became a coach, uh, that I, literally followed how it you know how it was meant to be followed and it changed everything for me what were your results with 80 day obsession i lost i think it was 20 pounds and 21 inches in the 80 days and i mean i feel like back then i just gained so much more than that um i finally it gave me confidence it showed me what I was capable of because I finally stuck to a program and it was like, I can do really hard things. You know, an 80 day program is not easy to stick to a meal plan and then showing up every day for yourself through all of life's so like we were going through fertility treatments. We went to Disney world, we went to New Orleans, like we had so many trips and I just proved to myself that I can do anything I put my mind to. And from then on, it just gave me confidence, not only in like my fitness abilities, but life and coaching and yeah, all of that.
1: It was so fun to watch, like to watch everybody go through that first round of 80 day obsession because it is 13 weeks. And with that plan, I was, you know, the nutrition is there. It's, we follow time nutrition. Um, if you guys don't know what that is, you can find out more about it, um, through ultimate portion fix. And it's not, it's not dieting obviously, but it was definitely more dialed in where it was no alcohol the whole time. That was the goal, uh treats were, were didn't even come into play until week six. And they came in with a very specific reason of refeed days and even like the new equipment, the loops and the slides. And it was so fun to watch everybody like actually embrace it. Cause I was a little worried, like, was it going to be too much for people? Because I I preach the importance of going all in with a program all the time. And so many people will do it sort of the way you were doing it, where it's like, I'm kind of in, but I'm kind of not. And then they complain about not getting the results. And it's like you said, you kind of sort of try and you kind of sort of get results. So it it was incredible. But okay, so let me ask you this. So you go through 80 day obsession, you complete the 13 weeks, you lost 20 pounds. I didn't like you and I didn't even really know each other. Then I was getting to know you in the group. So I didn't even know at the time what had been going on for you personally, like with the four miscarriages, what? what was it like doing 80 day obsession kind of like as you were getting over that, like, was there any?
0: Yeah. So oh, came from it, stress relief that came from it, more anxiety that came from it. No, it's insane. Actually it, you know, I was thinking about it today before we hopped on here and I was like, obviously I don't, I, I would have rather, never have gone through a miscarriage in my life, but I really feel like everything lined up perfectly. Um, you know, I don't think I would have ever trusted a program unless I'd gone through something. Cause it was really what got me out of this, that terrible time. And like I said, when I first got the call by 80 day, I, I cried. Like I literally bawled my eyes out because I was at that point where all I could think about was how am I going to get pregnant? How am I going to keep a baby? Um, how is my marriage going to last through this kind of thing? You know, it was just so hard mentally. And so I cried and I was like, this is literally what I've been looking for. And it's been right in front of me. Like these programs have been in front of me for years, but like this program is the thing that's going to do it for me. So I think like trusting it from day one, that it was going to be the thing, um, was huge. Like, cause that made me want to go all in. And, uh, cause, and then like during the process, like I said, I, you know, b- before during the miscarriages, I was so depressed. Like I had no motivation to get out of bed. Like it was to the point where I was just going through the motions with my coaching business, um, with my workout. Some days I would just take a selfie just to say that I showed up, even if I like, you know, kind of did my workout. And so I was like, you know, back when we did the test group, we had to show up, I think at like the same time every day. And it was just the motivation I needed and it put me into a routine. Um, and I just like literally did not think about anything else because I was doing it for me. I wasn't doing it for my business. I wasn't doing it to get pregnant. I was, I was literally just doing it for myself and focusing on me instead of putting my energy everywhere else. And I think that was like the biggest change for me.
1: Yeah. It's, um, so it was funny because obviously going through that test group, first of all, uh, miscarriages are horrible. I had two. Oh, I didn't know that. I've been, there. I had two before Dom. So Dom's my little miracle baby, um, which, and I really do like, you know, I always try to find the bright side of it and it's hard to say, like, obviously losing any baby is hard, but I am always like when I see Dom and I look at Dom and I'm like, but I wouldn't have had that. Like I might've had a boy, but it wouldn't have been this boy. And I'm like, I can't imagine my life without this boy, like the obstacles away. And then when I see you with Ella, I'm like, oh my gosh, I can't imagine Emily without this Ella, like this cutie patootie, just ball of energy Ella. So like that struggle is horrific and it is really hard to pull yourself out of it. But I think you're so strong and- And here you are three and a half years later, and what a difference your entire life is. So we saw with 80-Day Obsession, um, but there's actually a Facebook group that people don't necessarily know about. There's a Facebook group called Pineapple Babies, um, or it's some version of Pineapple Babies, because the amount of women that were getting
0: pregnant during 80-Day Obsession was crazy. It was like... (laughs) I'm not kidding, Autumn, when my first challenge group ended, I'm not, I counted, I think there was 11 babies in my challenge group alone, like that came out of that.
1: <laughs> it, it's so crazy. And, and people are like, what, why? And I'm like, well, you know, you start eating healthy and exercising regularly. So your body starts regulating itself and doing what it needs to, but then you're also feeling really good and feeling really cute. And you know, so <laughs> things happen. How, so I know you were going through fertility, obviously fertility treatments. How, how long after 80 day did you get pregnant with Ella?
0: Okay, I'm trying to remember exactly when we finished. I want to say it was a year. Well, I don't, so I don't know the exact date because what was crazy? We went to a fertility doctor, and then I like started 80 day a few months later. But it was in June that I saw the doctor, and he's like, "I'm going to give you a year, and if we can't get you pregnant and help you stay pregnant, then I am going to say you have to do IVF." And then we literally got pregnant exactly June that next year, like the month he was going to start IVF um, on, like with nothing else but like. A disclaimer here, but like seriously just being healthy. Like I was eating the best I was. I was working out. I wish I knew I'm going to go back and look. Cause now you have me, you have me wondering how long after, but I know it was pretty close. And I like, I, I say it all the time. I'm so thankful that I had a program like 80 day before I got pregnant because I was, I can honestly say I was at my, my healthiest of my whole entire life. The day I got pregnant, like the healthiest,
1: Hasn't. And that's a good feeling, right? You're like, cause you want to be the healthiest for your baby. So that's pretty yeah. incredible. And I wouldn't have been if I would have never done the program. So, right. yeah. So, okay. So obviously personal life changed incredibly doing uh, sticking to the program. Like that's the bottom line is like, I, you know, I'm really trying to drive home the point of following a program and going all in, even mm-hmm. if it's going to be a challenge to people that people should expect it to be a challenge. If it's easy, you're probably not going to get results, but something else changed for you. Emily Favre had been a beach body coach for three or four years? Three, yeah, about 3 years. 3 years? Okay. And not that your business was doing bad by any stretch of the imagination, but all of a sudden 80 day wraps up and Emily's like in the top 10 of all beach body coaches so like 400,000
0: coach what what How yep. happened? Um I think what it all comes down to was I was kind of um I was just living a mediocre life. I didn't expect, like, I didn't think success was for me. I didn't think I was capable of, you know, succeeding really to be completely honest. And then, um, I did 80 day and I'm, I'm serious. That was the program that did it for me that I got out of that. I was the most confident I'd ever been in my entire life. Um, and you could see that on my social media, even my coach and friend, Ashley, she was like, I just saw like over time, you just blew into this person that I always knew was there, but I was just waiting for her to come out. And, um, I like, at the, at that point I was like, I don't care what anyone says to me. I'm the, the most confident with myself. I know I can do hard things and I just want this for everyone. Cause I saw 80 day change my life. And it just like became this like feeling of, I don't, I'm not afraid to send the invite because I feel amazing. I want everyone to feel amazing. Like that would be selfish of me not to share this with the world and not shut up about it basically. Yeah. <laughs> um,
2: she says, like, wait, I want to say something. Your cousin yeah. wants to say I, I mean, because I grew up with Emily, and I saw the biggest change in her, too, like, in her confidence. Like, I remember a time where, like, Emily wouldn't, like, drive on freeways uh, or get on a plane by herself. Like, she was so, like, insecure with herself as, like, a human being. And then now she's, like, this completely, like, you would never even know it because her confidence has just, like, skyrocketed. It's crazy. Yeah that is. So you were like, you had just like anxiety.
0: I don't know. I think so. And I was so dependent. Um, I grew up in a very strict household. And so like, and I mean, then I, I've been with my high school sweetheart. So I was kind of always just like dependent on him. We went to college together and then we moved to our first base together. And I was just like, you know, he's going to do it all for me and he's going to walk me through this. And then being a military spouse, it's like, you realize really quick that you do things by yourself, (laughs) you know? So I was like, I have to grow up really. And, um, it was really Beachbody that helped me get there. And, um, just like, but I, I encourage people when they hear me talk or watch my stories, I'm like, go look at my Instagram three years ago, please. and you'll see the growth that a program can do for you. And, but it's just crazy that it didn't take a year, three, it took 80 days for that, you know, that transformation mentally and internally.
1: It is crazy because people do think like, Oh, it must take a lifetime to lose. You know, people spend their entire lives, losing and gaining the same five pounds, right. And never fully stepping forward into like true progress and real health because they are trying to diet their way out of really bad habits. And, and obviously for me, I, I like to teach that, you know, it's not, yes, you can look, you can push play on workouts and eat the healthiest stuff, but if you don't get your mind right on top of it, like you're still not truly healthy because our mind is so powerful. Like, so taking control of that it's it's funny because people hear the name like obsessed or control freak which we're going to talk about in a second and for a lot of people it's a trigger for a lot of people it's like oh you're telling people to be obsessed and count calories and obsess about this and I'm like nope it's the exact opposite but I am telling you it's okay you're allowed to be obsessed with your own well-being you're allowed to put yourself first and be like hey I've got to be the healthiest version of me because I'm no good to anybody else If I can barely get out of bed in the, in the morning.
0: That kind of reminds me of like, even once you become a mom, like people, a lot of people make it sound like a bad thing that you want to take time for yourself. And they feel guilty for doing that and wanting to be back, you know, get themselves back. And it's just like, no, I think it's super empowering as a woman to want to be strong and be strong again and find time for yourself as a mom. Like it's, I've never felt more empowered than I do now. And it makes it so much easier to
1: like deal with like all the ups and downs of motherhood because like, you know, most people only see the highlight reel and the good stuff. Like, I love that you share both, by the way. Um, but you know, like, when she like has her yeah. moments, which are hilarious. But um, you know, there is no highlight reel. Like no baby is perfect. No child is perfect. Like we all have those days. So when you take that little downtime, alone time for yourself to just 30 minutes or an hour, whatever it is to get something in for you, it makes like the whole rest of the day so much more manageable because you're like, okay, I got something for me. Like that feels good. It doesn't feel like my whole day in life is just a baby, <laughs> just a baby. everybody else. And just yeah. the, you like, I want to be great for the baby. But, um, so without doing, without saying numbers per se, cause I'm not big on numbers, like when it comes to finances and stuff, mm-hmm. but like, can you give us any indication of how life changed? for you as your business grew. Because I think like for people listening that might be, look, the world's a crazy place right now. Jobs are going left and right. And the one thing that isn't going away is at home fitness because gyms closed and people are afraid to be around other people. So working out at home is really uh, some people's only option or best option. I think it's the best option anyways. So, but they might be sitting here like, well, do I really want to do this? And I'm not trying to make this like an infomercial for like, go be a Beachbody coach. But I do think for people that are curious, it's good to hear like, what's possible if you work your ass off?
0: Gosh, I like, can't even believe that <laughs> it's my life someday. It's like I said at the beginning, I never saw success for me. I would look at people in the top 10 or like superstar coaches and be like, cool. That's cool for them. I'm just going to, you know, I went to school to be a re- reporter. My big dream was to be like ESPN. I far out make <laughs> My favorite ESPN reporter, you know, like I even look up. I just wanted, I mean, a lot of people know my story, but like I grew up in um, like foster care, I was adopted, came from a really bad background, and I just always wanted more for my life. Like, I wanted to just prove people that you can make anything in your life to the point where I was like, I'm gonna be a lawyer, like, I'm gonna be a doctor, even though that wasn't even like a huge desire, but I just wanted to prove to people. and to think that I've surpassed like those salaries is just insane. And how my life has changed is, um, you know, I don't look at numbers a lot, to be honest. Like I, I don't, but I think like one of my big goals is like when I had a kid, I never wanted to think twice about buying them something not to make them spoil, but like, I love that jacket for Ella. Like, I don't want to hesitate. Like I want to be able to get her. I work so hard for her. I want to give her the world, you know? And so it's like little stuff like that. And we've never, and I don't don't know if I've said it out loud, but we've never talked about my husband's in the military, him getting out or retiring. And now we are like, that is the kind of dreams that this has become true for me. And we thought he was going to be a lifer and that I was just going to be, you know, like, Chilling at home, maybe with a little side biz because I just this was a hobby for me in the beginning, and to think that you know we're all going to be home and even making you know more of our business dreams come true in the next few years is just insane that's
1: incredible like I just oh it makes my heart so happy because i'm like you know for all my like I put my heart and soul into every product, and I always think to myself like if it helps one person, if it changes one person's life, then the hours that i poured in in a year-long process of creating a program was absolutely worth it so i've gotten to watch it help so many people and it makes me so happy and then that leads us to sort of here we are We're so that 80 day was three years ago when i launched it and now um i'm launching my next program nine week control freak and like i said we have our other guest here tisa your cousin which i love so you guys both did nine week control freak and people might be thinking well, why are we talking about Emily's nine week control freak results? If she did 80 day, like did she gain weight, lose weight? Um, so I want to talk about two things. Well, um, Tisa, welcome to the conversation. I know you joined us a second. I'm happy to have you. So one, I want to know how Tisa got into coaching. If that was before your success, Emily with 80 day and everything, or if it's been since, and then we will talk about when we talk about success, we'll talk about real life and what happens. And, and you know, you did have a baby and all that stuff. So um, let's start with that. Let's start with Tisa. How'd you end up getting into Beachbody? Cause the only way you, you guys, the only way anybody's completed this program so far, nine week control freak is if they earned a spot in a special group that I have for just Beachbody coaches that were people that got to test the product out before it launched And Tisa earned her spot as one of our newer coaches and Emily earned her spot as one of our top 10 coaches. So as a top 10 coach, you get to be invited to do any of the programs first. And then, like I said, other than that, we have a spot, we have it where our newer coaches who are working really hard can earn a spot. So Tisa, welcome. And tell us a little, give us a little bit of your background because I'm just getting to know you.
2: Yeah. So Oh my gosh. so I started I've been a beachbody um, customer lover since 2014. The very first program that I ever did was the 20 the original 21 day fix like OG DVD in my <laughs> bedroom. Um, I was going through like a really bad breakup at the time and like my my confidence was super down and I've I've struggled with my weight for my whole life. Mm-hmm. and so um, my mom actually was the one that was like, you need to try this 21 day fix like, Cause you're gonna really like it. And so she got it for me and I tried it. And that was like my first taste of it. Um and since then it's been like a on again, off again relationship with me, just like my nutrition and fitness has always been on again, off again. And um I watched Emily go through the 80-day obsession test group and I remember like watching it and thinking like oh my gosh, I wanna do that. And um and everything and at the time, um, I had just had a baby and while I was pregnant, I was diagnosed with, um, thyroid cancer when okay. I, when I was six months pregnant. And so we had to like wait a few weeks and then I had an emergency C-section because my blood pressure was so high and everything. And then, um, two weeks after my C-section, they took my thyroid out, which so you, wait, you delivered your baby at six months. No, I had her, at um, it was we waited a few weeks after that. So it was about, uh, like seven months. Oh, wow. Okay. So She was little, like yeah. when, when she was born, she was five, five pounds, nine oh. ounces. Okay. Yeah. And, um, but we ended up getting, being able to bring her home because she didn't lose too much weight after she was born. So she didn't have to stay. And I didn't have to be like NICU or anything like that. Um, but then two weeks later they took my thyroid out. Wow. And I had always heard people, like people, since I had struggled with weight my whole life, people have always said like, oh, you should get your thyroid checked. But I was just so um, uneducated about like your thyroid that I always just thought it was like a cop out. Like when people said like, oh, I'm overweight because my thyroid, like I was always like, no, you're not like, what does your thyroid even do? Well, apparently (laughs) it really does a lot because after they took my thyroid out, like, first of all, I had all these like these hormones from having a baby and then they took my thyroid out and my hormones. I mean, it just went wild and I gained like 60 pounds and I was just like miserable and I was so depressed and, and it was really hard. And so I watched Emily do the 80 day obsession and it was right around that time that I had just got my thyroid taken. I just had a baby and, um, I was getting ready to do like radiation treatment. Um, because, the cancer had spread to the papillary glands. And so I I started 80 day obsession at that time. But then um with the radiation and then I ended up having like another cancer scare. Um I ended up quitting and I didn't finish it. And so then my weight just kept going up and I kept trying to do things like crazy like crash diets to like lose weight. I I juiced like just pure juicing for a whole month <laughs> which was miserable and I just really tried everything and I just wasn't seeming to lose the weight and so I had really just given up and I felt like this just isn't going to happen for me like this is just going to be my weight for the rest of my life it's impossible I can't do it it's because of my thyroid and I'm just never going to lose weight that's it I'm done I give up and um and so I was really you know I was really just resigning my myself to live like that and then in 2019, I was like bored and scrolling through Instagram, and I came across this girl, Hannah Day, and I was looking at her pictures and I even screenshot shotted when I sent it to Emily, and I was like, "Is this real? Like did she really lose weight with beach body or did she get surgery?" and emily was like no i'm I, that was real and i was like okay and i didn't know about the beach body challenge or anything and then it was like a week later she won the beach body challenge and i was like oh my gosh like who is this person how did she just like fall into my lap and then i just watched this happen and so it was like the next day i si- i told emily like i want to sign up And she was like, okay, so she sent me the link and I started with the 21 day fix real time because I was like, that's what I know. I know autumn. I'm comfortable with autumn. Like that's what I'm doing. And so it was last summer I started doing the 21 day fix real time and, um, I started seeing results. I was doing the ultimate portion fix eating plan and I was just like bound and determined. Like I just didn't even think twice about it. It wasn't something that was like, do I want to do the meal? Like no, like I'm doing the meal plan and doing the workouts. Like, that's it. There's no other option. And I started seeing really good results and I lost, um, 30 pounds. Wow. And so then I went into the, um, 80 day obsession and I did like 12 weeks of the 80 day obsession. And the last week was the week of Christmas. And on Christmas Eve, I fell down the stairs and I broke my ankle. Oh no. And I didn't get to finish the 80 day obsession. I'm gonna say you
1: finished because
2: 12 weeks of the bulk, the last week is peak week. But oh my gosh, that's frustrating. Yeah, so I was just devastated because I felt like I started the 80 day obsession like when it first came out and I didn't finish. And then, so at this time, I was like, gonna finish it. And then that happened. So I had to have surgery because I broke my foot like clean off my leg, I broke (laughs) both bones like. It was broken off, so I had' to have like this really big surgery it was it was bad, <laughs> and so then I was down for a while and at that time, I was a coach but so I broke my ankle and the same month, my husband lost his job and then like coronavirus and so i I quit being a coach because I was like that which really should have been the time that I leaned into coaching, probably um but I just I just quit and I gave up and I just went into like this kind of like dark place again where I was feeling really depressed and like, you know, like right when I was starting to pick up momentum and feel good about myself, like this happens and it knocks me off my feet so literally and and everything. And so then I quit. So then um one day I just decided like that I was gonna do it again. And so I signed back up as a coach. And, and when did this
1: when did you sign back up as the coach the second? It was
2: time? it was right Around MBF when um, Megan Davies was launching. Yeah, was okay. launching MBF. So, yeah, because it was about six months that I could, after six months, I could start working out again. And so now looking back, I'm glad that I. I stopped being a coach and then started being a coach again, because if that wouldn't have happened, I wouldn't have had the opportunity to be in the nine week control freak test group. Like, I feel like it just lined up so perfectly. And I remember Emily telling me like, you know, if you are a success starter, like you get to be in a test group, like how, when I was in ADD, the 80 day obsession test group. And she's, she said, nobody has told me this. And I don't know for sure but I just have a feeling that the next program is going to be an autumn program. She's like, (laughs) I just have a feeling, but nobody has said that to me. And I was like, okay. And so I was like two months in and she was like, I just found out that it's for sure an autumn program. And if you hit success club this month, you're in. And I was like, okay, then there's no other option. Like I have to do it because I've only done autumn programs like with MBF at one point, but I mean, yeah. I'm team AC all the way, you know, so I was like, I have to be in this test group, and so um, I did it, and now I'm glad that it worked out that way because it was right when I was getting back up on my feet again after breaking my ankle, and and I really understood the ultimate portion fix through and through because I had been doing it and everything, and so I just feel like it really, everything lined up for me really, really well to be in this test group, so
1: Okay. So your results were amazing. They caught my eye in like week two, I think it was, maybe it was week two or three that I was like, I grabbed the photo that you had posted your progress photo and I posted it and Emily messaged me me, and she's like, that's my cousin. And I was like, Oh my God, you girls just come in here and crush this stuff. (laughs) So can you, for the listeners, can you tell them? So nine weeks, we worked out five days a week. We had two rest days for anywhere between 18 to 30 minutes. Mm-hmm. What was your results from that?
2: So I lost 16 pounds total and 15 and a half inches.
1: Crazy. Like yeah. crazy. The the side-by-side photos and like anybody would look at those side-by-side photos and think that was like at least a year of working out. It was oh, yeah. two months, you guys, two months and one week. Like crazy. Even
2: when I say it out loud, like when people are like, how did you do that? And I say- I worked out 30 minutes a day, five days a week for two months. Like, it just sounds like, what? Like, that doesn't sound right. It doesn't sound like it should be possible. But
1: again, when you go all in, when you go all in on the workouts and the nutrition, obviously the nutrition is key. But, you know, I hope people realize by now that I don't believe in diets at all. So, like, we don't diet. I mean, I celebrated my 40th birthday right in the middle of filming that in Napa, like, Right. Definitely had the wine and we definitely had the desserts and we still all stayed on track. So like, yeah, it was amazing. So since we wrapped up the test group, how have, how's business been going?
2: Um, I have never gotten more messages, like people reaching out to me and just saying like, can you help me? Um, I don't know where to start. Like, how did you do this? I want to do that. Like I've never gotten more messages. So it's just crazy.
1: Yay. That's amazing. And I, I had no idea about your story. You know, what's interesting. Um, I say this all the time that the universe will test us and ask you how bad you really want something. And a lot of times people think like when you're getting knocked down, that's the universe like being like, no, it's not the right thing. And I'm always like, nope, they're waiting to see if you get back up. Like, cause it was the same for me my whole life. I mean, I've got injuries galore. I've had 9 million things that it should have stopped me dead in my tracks. I have no business being in the business that I'm in. I say it all the time, but every time I got knocked back down, I was like, you know, I'd have my moment. Of course I'd cry and why me? And then I'd be like, no, 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 I want this. I'm still going like, nobody's going to tell me that I can't have what I want. Like, I'm going to be the only one that decides.
2: It's definitely more of a mental game, at least for me to, to, you have to be ready and prepared to make this kind of change in your life. And you have to know, like, I'm going to do this no matter what, because if you're not mentally prepared, like whenever I've tried to lose weight, because I was going through a breakup. And so it it was like a revenge body type situation happening. um, I wasn't actually prepared to make the long-term change You know? And so I remember before I started the 21 day fix last year, again, I told my husband, like, it's just crazy because I'm so miserable and I hate myself. And I would literally give up anything to be at a healthy weight. Like if somebody said like, okay, tomorrow you're going to wake up at a healthy weight, but you can never eat ice cream again, I would say deal. And he's like, so why don't you do it? And I'm like, well, I guess it's just because I know that I'm not going to wake up tomorrow and be at that healthy weight. It's like a, lo- it's a process it's a journey. Yeah. You want the result
1: right now. And it's like, yeah. well, the result would be there if you just,
2: you're yeah, right. You're saying. And so I just decided like, I'm just going to, cause I would literally give up anything. But the thing about the ultimate portion fix is that I haven't had to give up anything. And so like, that's so crazy to me too, because I didn't realize like eating disorder behaviors that I had developed throughout my life of, struggling to lose weight. And so I was talking to Emily about this, but during this nine weeks in the test group, I had eating disorder behaviors kind of like come up in me that I didn't realize that I had. And I started to feel really guilty, like that I wasn't doing a good enough job. And like that I was like, I felt like I was cheating and I felt like I wasn't doing good. And and how am I going to tell these people like that? I did my best if I'm not doing my best. And then I had to stop and, and question myself, like, why am I feeling this way? And it was because I wasn't ever feeling hungry and my whole life I've been taught, like, if you want to lose weight, you need to be hungry, like really hungry. Like you need to go to bed hungry. You need to only eat chicken and rice. You need to, you know, like, you know, fast or that, or, and you need to feel hungry. And so there were like a couple of weeks there where I just wasn't feeling hungry, but I was eating because I needed to eat my containers, but I wasn't ever feeling hungry. So I felt like I was cheating. Oh, Wow. And it was like, I had to like come to terms with this. Like that's not normal behavior and that's not how you should be trying to lose weight. And that's not what this is about. And Isn't so. Isn't crazy though?
1: Isn't that crazy that that is the thought that like, if I'm not suffering, it can't work. Like exactly. and, and why so many people don't stick with things because they or they don't even try something. Well, that can't possibly work. Oh, I don't have to suffer. I'm not going to starve. You can't lose weight and eat wine and drink wine and eat chocolate. Like it's not going to work. It, yeah. No, it does. If we just make some minor modifications and I was, that was going to be my question to you was like, obviously, you know, the words control freak might trigger people again. And what I always say is what I'm teaching is not that white knuckling through life. It's the exact opposite. Like being a control freak means that you are in control, that you've taken back the power, that you're not letting the outside world and all the craziness and circumstances dictate how you're going to live your life. Like, you know, yes, it's, frustrating and bad things happen to everybody at any given moment. We can't stop that. That's just a part of life, but we can control how we react to it. We can control if we deal with our feelings with ice cream or with like sitting with it and feeling the feelings or going for a walk or calling a friend or something like that. And you know, we have, there's healthy ways to deal with a feeling and there's unhealthy ways and being what I'm teaching in nine week control freak is that it's the healthy part. It's saying, Let me just take back control because there's nothing worse than feeling out of control. Like nobody wants to feel like whatever is happening out there is controlling them and that they just are waking up a victim to all of it. So I think it's so interesting what came up for you during it.
2: Yeah, it's, it's just one of the reasons why I love, well, I love nine week control freak is my favorite program that I've ever done ever um, but the ultimate portion fix, like I would be nowhere if, if I didn't have the ultimate portion fix, like I've worked out with personal trainers, like I've done everything. And I remember I was paying all this money for a personal trainer at the gym. We were working out like two days a week together or something. And I remember asking him like, what should I be eating? And he's like, just eat a lot of protein. And I'm like, okay, but like what? And he's like, oh, and make sure you're drinking a lot of water. And it's like, okay, but like how much? And and I'm like, well, should I be eating fruit? And he's like, "Nah, you know, not really if you want to lose weight you should more eat vegetables. And I'm like, oh. like, you're not really giving me anything. What <laughs> are those guidelines. What is that? Like, what yeah. am I gonna- yeah. and, and I am such a rule follower that like, if you sit down and tell me to like drink half your body weight in ounces of water, um, eat this many red containers. And, um, you know, you know, if you give me the details, like I'm going to do that. And yeah. so like, that's what I needed. And if I had gone through this nine weeks and done the programs and worked out as hard as I possibly could, but didn't do anything about my nutrition, I wouldn't even have half of these results, you know, yeah. it, it all comes down to the nutrition because I mean, even you could do the ultimate portion fix and not do any exercise program and get results. And like still- that, that is the foundation of any program that you're going to do is your nutrition. Yeah. And I just want for
1: people listening that maybe are newer to me and, and what I teach ultimate portion fix is not just about losing weight. Like you can do it to lose weight. You can do it to maintain your weight. For some people, I even had one girl in the test group, her, Uh, is a recovering anorexic and was her whole goal was to gain. And she did. And she looks incredible just over the, the, the course of the nine weeks, because she was less than a year out of recovering from anorexia. And, um, I remember seeing her starting photos and thinking like, "Oof, okay. I hope that she's okay. As we go through this. And she like, I saw her finish photos and I was like, Oh my God. She's like ripped and muscle. And she gained a little bit. She actually lost three pounds, but she gained three inches of muscle, like, because she was just finally fueling her body. She ate a bracket above maintenance, like, and she felt so good. So it was really interesting to hear that as well. Um, so Emily, I want to ask you, because obviously we talked about your 80 day obsession results and there's been three years in between and you had a baby So talk to me about, you know, a little bit about that. Like where you were at when we started nine week control freak, whatever you're comfortable
0: sharing. Yeah. Well, so I did 80 day right before I had Ella. And then, um, during my pregnancy, like I tried to work out, but I was in so much pain. I had a baby that was breached the whole pregnancy. So she was like in my ribs and like, I would only have to like lay on my back to be comfortable, like seriously for like the last five months. But so I just, kind of worked out. It was hard. And, um, and I was someone that went into pregnancy being like, I'm going to work out every single day, you know, like be in the best shape, but it just, it doesn't always happen that way. So I, um, and then I also thought I was going to have like a natural birth and then ended up with an emergency C-section. So I had all these like curveballs that I wasn't expecting. And, um, also thought I was able to work out right away and eat healthy, and then I had a baby that needed me, and i couldn't even think about myself and so the beginning of my postpartum journey was slow, and um you know with breastfeeding, all I heard was, "Oh, the weight's just gonna fall off like you're gonna have that that baby and you're gonna lose thirty pounds you'll be back to yourself and I was um someone that I held on to every single pound while I breastfed ella, and it was hard mentally because of all these like things that I was told literally growing up. And so, um, that was hard mentally to like kind of wrap my head around. And then, so I I was still working out doing ultimate portion fix and, uh, you know, finally like breaking those plateaus. And I was just shocked how long it took me to like get back into routine and all of that. So I finally felt like I was on my feet again. I decided to commit to 80 day. Um, and I think I'm going to kind of go back to what Tisa said, I was in a good mental space, but I wasn't really like in it to, um, I guess create my routine. I was like, it sounds really bad, but I did 80 day and I counted every day. Cause I was ready to like try something new. I was like, okay, hey, let's, let's get, start a different journey. Right. And so the day I finished, I was like, okay, it's done versus like now when I finished nine week control freak, I was, I'm, I am i i in such a routine. I now look forward to it every day. I'm was, I'm not, I wasn't waiting for it to be done, if that makes sense. And, um, so I finished 80 day for a second time, but what, what, it was like June, I think my husband left for a deployment. I had a one-year-old teething toddler. Um, uh, my workout room flooded twice all while my husband was gone. That's I went true. back, like, it was literally like the most chaotic. Like my husband was gone for, I think six weeks of my life. And, um, it got to the point where it wasn't that I was like eating too much, but I was forgetting about myself. Cause one, I wasn't working out because my workout room was flooded and I had a baby. That was all of my responsibility. Yes. Like, you know, 100%. yeah, I was like, I had a way more respect for single moms after that deployment. I don't know how they do it. Or even you, like I, it's insane. And so I, um, was kind of working out again, like you know, just doing it when it was convenient and then just putting whatever I could as far as food went into my mouth. Like and I just kind of lost my routine. And it was really hard to get on um back into it again. And my husband came home, I believe it was like the Friday before nine week control freak started. nine week control freak started. And I was like, wow, this is perfect timing. This is what I need to like be my, like give myself my time again. And so on September, September 21st, I was like, okay, this is it. And I told my husband, I'm like, I'm just going to need 30 minutes. Like, and you have Ella, whatever it takes, like, just let me do this. And he's always been supportive. So I gave it my all. And like I said, when I finished the program, I wasn't like waiting for it to be over. I didn't want it to end. And I just, am in a totally different mental space. And it's so hard to come out and be like, I have to start over again. Like, and some people feel like when we have a platform, people just expect us to be perfect all the time. And it kind of sucks because you're just like, no, I like emotionally eat too. And you know, I don't feel like working out every day, just like you. And I want the cookies and like, you know, and I'm not perfect. And I, if anything, that was a message I wanted to get across that. Like, I like have to start over. And, um, I felt like that was my whole postpartum journey though. Like I felt like I was always, you know, my body was always changing. My hormones were always changing and I just always was starting over. And, but that was my message to like my challenge group and my team. It's okay to start over. It's just not okay to give up. And I just told myself no matter what, I was never going to give up. And, um, but then I just feel like now I'm 20 months into my postpartum journey and control freak literally gave me that control back that I've been craving. My whole mentality changed. Um, I know one night I DM'd you autumn because I was at a wedding and, um, it was only like the first week actually. And I was at a wedding and the, the name control freak really like my perspective changed on it because I was at a wedding and I was like, I can control only so much right here, right now. And old Emily would have been like, well, there's all this bad food. Just like eat what you want and start over tomorrow. But I was like, no, I can control something. Like you pick the healthiest options that are here. If you're going to drink, no vodka with wine, like stuff like control what you can. And I was working in a hotel room. So I saved my cardio workouts for, you know, that weekend. It's just stuff like that. And, um, so now that's how I feel now. Like I'm in control and every day I wake up and I think, what can I control today? And that, yeah. And it's so true. Like, it's such a good mentality. Cause it is like, okay,
1: what can I, what can I control today? Cause I have horrible anxiety. So like when I wake up, like there are days where I just feel like, Oh my God, in a panic of like, all that needs to get done, all that's going on. And, and, um, and I have to remind myself, like, autumn, all you can do is what you can, like, all you can do is what you can do, like control the things you can focus on that. You got to let everything else kind of go because, you know, you can't just you can't control what's happening in the world right now. Cause I get so like, ah, <laughs> can we all just be healthy? Um, but it's also interesting. I just want to go back really quick. I, I don't want to keep you ladies too much longer, but what you said, um, it's funny. We had very similar pregnancies and sort of postpartum. So I, you know, I actually had a fairly easy pregnancy with Dom. I, the first couple we like the first trimester was a little bit harder with food and eating because I was sick. Like, Three o'clock on the dot was like, I had to stop eating or I would feel like I was going to puke. No matter what I ate, could be like the smallest amount of something and couldn't handle it. But, um, and I did work out during my pregnancy with him, but I thought the same thing, like, oh, I'm gonna have this really easy delivery. Like it's going to be like five pushes and he's going to be out. And Dominic was sunny side up and he was stuck up in my rib cage. So I labored for 27 hours. 27 hours, no drugs, nothing. Um, and I finally got the epidural because I wasn't dilating at all. Like, when it, I was a centimeter after 27 hours, like, 27 hours, like intense labor. And um, they gave me the epidural, my water broke, I dilated. And that's when they told me he was sunny side up. And I was so exhausted. And I was like, gosh, like C section. And the doctor was like, nope. You said you wanted to push. You're going to at least try. I'm not going to let you do this without trying because you'll regret it. So I pushed for an hour. He wouldn't come out. He would go down and pop back up. And then finally his heart rate started to decelerate. And they're like, nope, emergency C-section. So same thing, emergency C-section. I thought I was going to be able to get back to working out right away. Couldn't get back to working out right away. I did breastfeed. I was one of the, I will say lucky ones because we just, you just don't know until you breastfeed. If you're one of the ones who's going to let go of weight or hold on to weight, But you hear all these things like, oh, yeah, you're going to lose weight the second you start breastfeeding. And it's really a 50-50 shot. Like Mm -hmm. I used to, it was my specialty for years. And it was a 50-50 shot with my clients who was going to drop the weight and who was going to hold it. Mm
0: -hmm. And there was
1: really no way to tell. So for all you postpartum mamas out there, if you're breastfeeding and you're holding on to weight, despite doing all the healthy things, don't be frustrated. It will happen. But the hormones are not totally regulated. Yeah. So control the things you can, control the things you can, which is the message there. So Emily, what were your results with nine week control freak?
0: I lost 13 pounds and 11 inches.
1: Okay, wait, 13 pounds and 11 inches in nine weeks. And with 80 day, I'm almost making myself look bad. (laughs) With 80 day, you lost 20 pounds. I don't know. Do you you know what the
0: inches were? I think it was 21 inches. Okay.
1: And that was 13 weeks. Mm Mm-hmm. So technically, and, an 80 day is six days a week, hour long workouts and nine week control freak is five days a week, 18 to 30 minute workouts. Well, I outdid
0: it's so myself. hard to compare them because they're just so different. And they're I,
1: they're so different. They're so, so different. They're two very different programs. Yeah. Uh, and I think both people would love both. I love both of your stories. Tisa, I didn't even know any of that about you. So thank you so much for sharing that. I think that's really inspiring. Again, you guys, if you want to see their transformations, I'm going to post Emily's 80-day and 9-week Control Freak. I'm going to post Tisa's uh, 9-week Control Freak. You can follow them as well. I'll put their handles on it because they're both incredibly inspiring. Thank you, guys. Have a great rest of your day, and I'll talk to you guys both soon. Thanks for listening to the Let's Do Life podcast with me, Autumn Calabrese. This show is produced by Will Sterling for Podcast One. Be sure to download new episodes every week and subscribe on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, or at podcastone.com. And don't forget to leave a rating and review.